Welcome to the Persistence You podcast with Lisbeth, and that's you as in university. But we're much more of a community here. I'm your host, Lisbeth Meredith, author, speaker, and online teacher. Each week, I'll be delivering stories from amazing survivors and strivers, all threaded together with a dose of persistence. So glad you're listening. Welcome, persisters and brothers. This week, I am very honored to have a wonderful guest all the way from England. Olivier Moncando was facing some really serious problems with his health some years back, a few years back, in fact, and he did something so radical that many of us can't even imagine and faced a lot of pushback instead of support at different times. I wanted to give Olivier a chance to tell his story of transformation and persistence and also help us all because there are certain things, even if your issues are different, when we try to accomplish a goal that we know would be good for us and we have sometimes resistance from people in our corner, Olivier has some ideas about how to respond. So thank you so much. Olivier is an author, a speaker, and a wellness coach. And just he, he has a big footprint online. So if you want to know more about him, we'll include some of his YouTube videos. Thank you, Olivier. Thank you for being here. Thank you very much for having me, Liz. Yeah. Please tell so, us your story. Yeah, thank you. So my story is this. Uh, before I changed my diet, my uh, health was not very good at all. I was uh, really, really in a bad shape. Uh, I was suffering from uh, high blood pressure. And as you know, uh, 50% of heart attack and strokes are caused by uh, high blood pressure. Uh, and with, when you have high blood pressure as well, you can suffer from uh, kidney failures, uh, heart failure. Uh, you can have problem with your sight. Uh, you can have uh, vascular dementia and, and all these things. And I remember uh, at that time, I spent even uh, a day and a half in hospital because my uh, blood pressure went very, very high. So they had to keep me and check all, all, all these stuff. And apart from that, I had a massive headache every day or every other day, and it was unbearable. And that's why I had to have some uh, painkillers with me everywhere where I was. I had to have some painkillers in my wallet. And I had the uh, dandruffs as well. And uh, the dandruffs was so bad that when I was combing my hair, you will see the dandruff everywhere. Oh my and uh, yeah, that was uh, really, really bad. And I had uh, some uh, chest pain as well. And uh, I don't know why, but when I had some, those chest pain, I had to drink some Coke to release that. I don't know okay. why. And uh, one day I remember I was even in a shopping center and uh, I, had, I started to have really uh, massive pain in my chest and I had to find somewhere to buy some Coke. And I remember getting in all the shops to, to try to find where I could buy that. And uh, apart from that as well, uh, I was suffering from back pain uh, because I was so big. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I remember I had even a day, uh, a week off, a week of work, because uh, to just to recover from from that. And every single week I had to have some abscesses. Every single week, and yeah, and I had some uh, joint pain as well, and especially in my fingers. And I remember if even if um, my hand, my fingers uh, was really swollen, 
and I had to go to uh, the hospital. They had to, to have to do some x-rays and stuff like that to find out what it was. And at the end, they just prescribed me some um, painkillers. And I had as well some heartburns. And uh, after, after every meal, most every meal I had to have some heartburns. And especially if I uh, had some beans, it was uh, really, really bad, yeah. Okay. And uh, I had to go as well to the dentist all the time. Nearly every month I had to go to the dentist because of all the sugary stuff that I was eating. And at that time, my weight was uh, 220 pounds. And uh, my uh, uh, body mass index was 32. And when uh, your body mass index is over 30, you are classified as obese. So technically, I was obese. So I was eating a lot of stuff. I was eating animal product, dairy product, processed food, fast food, junk food, anything. And I remember even I was eating until midnight. So at midnight, I had to have my bottle of Coke with some biscuits or with some um, uh, cookies and stuff like that. And I started to have a lot of symptoms, like I've said. I was tired all the time. Um, I remember on my weekdays, I had to drag myself out of the bed to go to work. And on my days off, I was sleeping until uh, until one in the afternoon because I was so tired. But I remember uh, I was sleeping okay. But when I was working in the morning, uh, I was so tired. I had no energy. I was uh, always out of breath. And especially if I had to climb uh, stairs, I was always out of breath, especially because when I was working uh, I was working in the basement and uh, I had to work up, uh, climb the stairs all the time. And I was always out of breath. And uh, I had uh, lots of cold sore as well. Every three months I had to have some cold sore. And uh, like I said, I was so big that uh, it was difficult for me even to tie my shoes. It was really difficult uh, to, to do that. And I wanted as well to uh, restart playing tennis uh, because uh, when I was young, um, I even won a trophy. I was really good at tennis. I wanted to restart playing that, but it was difficult because I was always tired. My joints was painful. And uh, when I was bending, my back was uh, hurting and stuff like that. And uh, I, don't, I was not stressed, but I was really worried about my condition because with my age, uh, it was getting worse and worse, and I didn't know what to do. So that's why I started to see a doctor, and the doctor said that um, I will be on medication for the rest of my life. And uh, at that time, I didn't know uh, what I, I know now, but instantly I said no. I said I can't be on medication for the rest of my life. I can't do that. And uh, the doctor even recorded the conversation because he said that because I didn't want to be on medication, uh, he recorded that. And he said that if something happened to you, it's going to be your own problem. I'm not going to be responsible for that. Wow. And I so said he that. Was, wow. He was reducing his liability right there. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay yes, well. because he didn't want to be responsible. Right. And he said, okay, so now that you don't want to go on medication, what are you going to do? And I say, okay, I will try to do some uh, sports. And I remember I joined even a karate club to try and I, I thought maybe I'll try to reduce my blood pressure and stuff like that, but nothing worked. And uh, instead of, like I said, instead of going on the uh, medical, <clears throat> having the medication for the rest of my life, I decided to buy 
the uh, medication myself. The other over-counter medications, I was buying paracetamol, ibuprofen to deal with my pain and um, to deal with my headaches and had to have that uh, every day or every other day. And for the heartburn, I was uh, using a medication called Rainy uh, two or three times a week. And for the dandruffs, I've been I've used the uh, anti-dandruff shampoo for 16 years because uh, the dandruff was so bad. And for my back pain, uh, I was using a Chinese uh, vapor wrap ointment. So my wife had to um, massage me twice a week because of the, the of, of that. And uh, in uh, 2016, uh, I was just watching, uh, it was on a Wednesday, I was just watching uh, a program on YouTube. And uh, it was about uh, a yogi, uh, his name is Sadhguru. And he was talking about how consciously do we eat. And in that program, uh, he was saying that meat was not good, uh, was not designed for the human mechanism. And that uh, what we eat was very, very important especially if we want it to uh, live our life to, to its highest level. And he said that if uh, we were eating uh, a plant-based uh, diet, we could reduce 70% of the diseases that we were suffering from. And uh, I remember when I was watching that, it hit me so hard. And I said, okay, I'm going to try that. And like I said, it was a certain Wednesday. And I said to my wife, I will stop eating meat. And I went to work on Thursday when I came back. I told her to cook, cook, cook for me my last uh, meal of meat. And from Friday, that started. And it's been now five years. I've not had any meat product, oh no goodness. dairy product. Yeah. That's hard to even imagine for so many of us because we are so used to just eating what we want and not really thinking about what does our body want. So what was that like going off meat? And what did your was your wife supportive? Uh, yes, uh, my wife was very supportive. And uh, for the first week, uh, it's, my, my, my situation worsened. And she asked me even to stop it. I said, no, I'm, I'm going to do that. And she was supportive. And even after two weeks, she joined me as well. My she joined goodness. me as well, yes. That's fantastic. Uh, yes. And... Uh, uh, when I start, when I, I decided to do that, I started to read a lot of books about um, this uh, way of eating, and I even uh, read the, the book by uh, Dr. Michael Greger, which is "How Not to Die." Uh, I read a book of uh, Dr. Fred Bishi, which is uh, "Your Health Journey." I read uh, the God Awakening Diet by a guy called uh, Anis, and another book which was uh, "The Timeless Secret of Health and Regeneration." by Andrea Moritz. And I watch lots of videos as well, from, uh, uh, which is called Caspiracy, uh, What's the Health, and uh, things like that. Okay. And I'm starting to reap a lot of benefit. But like I said, for the first week, I had uh, lots of detox symptoms, which is massive headaches for three days. I had cold sore, um, more abscesses. Uh, my joint even started to to um to be worse okay and more uh, achy. yeah more aching 
And I remember on that week, like I said, my wife just told me to stop. And that's what most people do when they start uh, doing that. They say, okay, no, 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 I can't do that. Uh, maybe I'm missing all my meat, my uh, uh, protein and stuff like that. I need to continue. But I didn't want to stop and I continue. And after a week, uh, these uh, symptoms uh, starting to get better. And I lost 11 pounds in one week. Oh my goodness, that's a lot of weight. Because yeah. truthfully, and especially depends on which part of the world a person is from, your weight wasn't as high as some people's when they're going on a weight loss journey. But that sounds dramatic, 11 uh, pounds yes. in a week. you know? Yeah, so my weight, uh, I remember at my highest, my heaviest, uh, uh, my weight was 220 pounds. Okay. So after nine months, I lost 77 pounds. Oh my goodness, that's yeah. a lot of weight. Yeah. That is a lot of weight. Yeah. So what was it like? I mean, did what when did you start feeling better? Uh like I said, after a week, I was starting to feel a lot of energy. I was starting to feel better. And I remember three months, uh, sorry, four months into uh, my change, I went to see my doctor and it was surprised my eye blood pressure was gone completely. Oh, that is so exciting. Yeah. Okay. It that was gone completely. Uh, my blood sugar, I remember my blood sugar was at uh, 41. It went down at 37. My BMI, which was at 32. And like I said, if you are over 30, uh, you are you were classes as obese. And now my BMI was at uh, 22. Wow. Yeah. So all the stuff that I had, my dentures, my headaches, the joint pain, heartburn, every single thing was gone. Oh, completely gone. And like I said, I was going to the dentist all the time. But in five years, I've been to the dentist once. And My this goodness. was only at the beginning. Yeah. And what so, did people say to you? I know your wife was super supportive and she's lost her own, right? She's lost some weight also and feels healthier. But what about other people in your life? Because it's a radical change. And people are very emotional about food, very emotional about Feeling yeah. almost shame if you're doing well. What does that say about them? Sort of a thing is how people take it. Yeah. So uh, uh, what I think is, um, so when I started, first of all, because of all the changes uh, at the first uh, week, uh, a lot of people will get discouraged. They will say, no, 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 I can't go uh, ahead with that. But for me, I said that I wanted to be persistent. I said that because I took that decision, I will go ahead with that, regardless of what was going, because I knew that uh, I will reap a lot of benefits. But what was really, really most disturbing is was the criticism of my family and friends. So uh, people were telling me that uh, I've lost too much weight. Um, I was looking sickly. And uh, people said that I was I was crazy, I, that I lost my mind, and uh, that uh, people should uh, men should don't have to be weak. They should be big, uh, muscular, bulky. And I was too thin. And even people said that I was HIV positive. Oh my goodness! I mean, that is a horrifying allegation. Yeah. So it was really, really bad. But I had to continue with that. I said to myself that um, I didn't have to, to stop. I will continue. And uh, like I said, a lot of people will try to discourage you when you decide to go on this way. And uh, there's a, um, an analogy which says that people lack, I lack crabs. 
So for example, if you've got a lot of crabs in a bucket, you don't even have to uh, put a lid on it. Because if one crab wants to get up, to get out of the bucket, the other one will pull them down. And I that's had no how, idea. Yeah, <laughs> that that's funny. how crab are. So a lot of people, they will discourage you. They will tell you, no, you can't do that and stuff like that. But what people need to understand is that if we have a, you have a dream, you want to accomplish something, you need to do it because people will always try to discourage you. It's like when I, I keep saying that a lot of people, when they've got their dreams, they've got what they, they want to accomplish. They don't do that because of the criticism or people will discourage them and stuff like that. And most people will regret when they are on their deathbed, deathbed that when they're going to eat them hard. And I really want people not to be in this situation. I don't people to be to be one of them who will regret. If you want to do something with your life and you know that it's good for you, you need to persist, whatever people will say. Because when we are born on this earth, we come on our own. When we live, we live on our own. So whatever is good for you, you need to do that. You don't have to follow what people will have to say. Because if I have to follow what people will tell me, I will be still in and out of hospitals. But because I decided to go ahead with that, then my health was uh, good now. That is fantastic. You And I will have on show notes your before and after pictures, but that's just so exciting to think that you could do a major lifestyle change, which is not for the faint of heart. That's very difficult, but you could do it and then give up all of those different kinds of medications and feel good. And are you playing tennis? Yeah, I've started to play tennis now. Yes, I've started to play tennis. Um, uh, Every time when I work in the morning, I'm full of energy. Uh, For example, yesterday I I did a walk, a two-hour walk. This is something that I I was not able to do. And really, my life has really, really been transformed. And even uh, I've been able to um, slow down my aging process. A lot of people, when they see me, they think that I'm in my late 20s, but I'm actually 51. That is so exciting. Yeah. Fantastic. And you look very healthy to me. I'm able, I'm fortunate that I'm able to see you as we're recording this. Um, what would you tell people? What is a nice way to address those people who are coming at you with their own agenda, their advice, like, oh, you've got to give that up. A man needs to be bigger or whatever it is. If someone has a dream and they are getting that pushback from family or friends, what was a nice way to be able to reassure them and set your boundaries, set your limits? So what you have to say, uh, what I was trying to do to to my uh, my family members, uh, I told them that I know that you love me. Um, I'm sure that you're not doing that to to, uh, upset me. Uh, because you've seen uh, my weight, uh, I've lost too much weight, and maybe you think that I will, I'll be sick or something bad will happen to me. I uh, respect that. But what I really, uh, really want you to do is that if you really love me, you need to accept my choices. This is the choice that I've made. Please, if you love me, respect that choice. And they started to see that my health was getting better and better, and now some of them even want to follow the path, even though it's difficult for them, but they want to follow the path. So when people uh, approach you like that, you don't have to be aggressive. You don't have to push them back, but you need to show them with love 
that if they're doing that to support you, but then at the same time, they need to um, respect your choice. And that's I the like good way to, to do that. That that you started in a place of love and caring is sort of disarming. And so I think that's a terrific way to begin that conversation. I'm sure that you love me. I know that you care about me. And so that's a wonderful way to do it. Thank you for sharing that. Because I feel like even if a person isn't necessarily dealing with issues of health, physical health, there are just many different opportunities that people have to grow to break out of the mold or maybe their family intergenerational patterns. And sometimes they're met with a good deal of resistance. And what are you doing that for? Why are you, you know, do you think you're better than us? What's going on? And that's just a really wonderful way to address that and and keep moving forward. So congratulations. When did you start working with other people to help them regain their health? Yeah. So, uh, uh, like I said, I've, I've made the change in 2016. And uh, for uh, three years, I was building all my uh, knowledge about that. I was sharing that. But I was uh, mostly be- uh, building my uh, my knowledge. And uh, I started really to help people to uh, start my um, coaching program and all that. I started that in, in 2019. Okay. So in 2019, I starting to uh, because primarily I'm a speaker, so I'm start, starting to go and speak to places. I've been invited to a lot of places where I've, spo- I've spoken, and uh, after that, uh, I built my um, uh, weight loss uh, business. So uh, if uh, people uh, follow my uh, uh, my speaking, and after that. Uh, I was able to coach them. So I started in 2019. Yeah. Fantastic. That is really terrific. Um, and you've also do some writing. Is that correct about it? Yes. I've been able to write a book. I wrote the book in 2019. And in the book, uh, basically what I'm trying to do is, um, first of all, I try to uh, show the adverse effect of uh, when people eat uh, too much meat, uh, when they eat dairy product, processed food, uh, all the, the adverse effects. And I speak as well about uh, um, my transformation. And uh, after that, I speak about uh, how the medical uh, system deal with disease. And at the end, I give a lot of um, advice or steps that people can follow if they would like to uh, transform uh, their uh, health. Because I recognize that uh, people cannot go cold turkey just like me. That's why I would like people to uh, do this, the change step by step. So um, every day, if you make the correct choices, even if it's a little choice, but it will uh, uh, push you to the right direction. And that's why I want people to, to do, to do uh, small changes every uh, single day. So that's what I wrote in my book. Yeah, That's so smart because it's overwhelming if someone thought to themselves, today I'm eating from vending machines, tomorrow I'm going no meat. You know, that would be overwhelming. But the way that you've broken it down to just little bitty changes, little successes, one builds on another, on another, on another. So that is terrific. I like that. Where is it that people can find you? If they want to get a hold of your book, let's say, or learn more about your coaching, Olivier, where would you like people to reach out to you? Yeah, uh, they can go on my website, which is uh, oliviermancondo.com. Okay. This is oliviermancondo.com. And if they go on my website, they can see that I've got, like I've said, um, 
a pro coaching program which is uh, which has got eight stages. Because like I said, I recognize that people cannot do the change straight away like I've done. That's why they've got eight stages where they can go uh, implement small changes uh, every day. And uh, it's not only a weight loss uh, program, but it's, um, it's got a lot of insight that they, if they put all this stuff in, uh, in practice, they will be able to transform their lives and start living even a disease-free life. They can even reverse their disease and, and stuff like that. And, uh, uh, for example, my wife, she's been able to follow the program as well. She's been able to lose 99 pounds. Oh, my. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, terrific. Yes. I'm yes. excited for your success. And, of course, we'll say and always say, and you know, a podcast is never a substitute for therapy. If someone was talking about psychology, and again, if someone's going to follow your weight loss, they want to be in good health and and make sure a doctor is monitoring their health. It, you know, so I want want Definitely. to be clear about that. But yeah, I love the idea that you had the opportunity to be on lifelong medication, and you said, "I'm not doing that." And I think that's something. Again, it depends on a person's country, but I know that it's just far too easy to accept that diagnosis and shrug our shoulders and say, I guess that's my luck. You know, I'll be on medication forever. And I like that you pushed back and said, no, I'm going to find another way. And it has worked out so well for you. I'm glad that you're helping others who are also willing to make some sacrifices to have big, big wins. This is good news. And thank you so much for being here today, Olivier. I really appreciate it. And we will have show notes where people can see your picture and know where to reach out to you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate that. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed it, feel free to leave a review. And if you've really, really enjoyed it, go ahead and subscribe. And I'll see you next week. Proud member of the Podnougan Network.